Welcome back to A Crack of Clarity. This is episode 12. If you're new here, my name is Elizabeth and thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. To be perfectly honest, I don't have a plan for this episode. It's one of those where I'm just like, I feel like I have a general idea about what I wanna talk about. So we're gonna just go on a journey together and just kind of unravel this space of what feels the most prominent to me to reflect on. So with that, here we go. I've been thinking about how I have gone about personal development and self-growth and what I always thought was uh, required of me to to do it, like that this counts as self-development and this counts as personal development. And, you know, much of my last year and a half or so has been a giant undoing of all of that and really deepening my understanding of what actually is required to grow and change your life. I know for me, I have seen several times this message of, you know, if you want change in your life, if you want more in your life, if you want something different, you have to be willing to do something that most people wouldn't be willing to do. And while I heard that and, you know, understood that that is true and valid and, um, you know, not something that I need to argue with. I just, I would hear that and I'd feel like there was something just massive that I had to overcome in order for it to count as me growing in life, for it to be perceived within me and for me to feel like I am growing in this big wave of of talking about healing and emotional healing there is a part that i feel like many people want to skip over and it's it's natural it's only human but the part they want to skip over is the fact that you actually have to face and move through your pain your pain doesn't just dissipate away when you decide well i'm just gonna have just a positive mindset about things. I'm just going to go about my day and I'm just going to be positive. And at in that same vein, in that same breath, I felt for the longest time that me working through and moving through pain happened in these really big swells. And it had to be this really big cascade of things that would happen and that would make me feel as though I'm getting somewhere, I'm getting closer to healing, wherever that healing destination is, arbitrary, you know, thought, I would be closer because I just moved seemingly like through this massive pain in my life. But it's something that really only became clear to me today is that facing pain is a lot more of a sustainable process and is a lot easier to become more quick with and more resilient with when it's done in small chunks. And what I mean by that is I think about all of the times throughout my day that I've never paid attention to before, but as some of those same things are coming up in my day-to-day now. Um, 
I, I am bringing more awareness to them. So like, for example, I was taking care of a patient who's extremely confused and she's a little older and she was, you know, like shouting and crying. And um, I feel like it just pulled at that same trigger. Like whenever I hear like a baby crying in a store or yeah, a toddler having a meltdown in a store, you know, I feel like it's something that we all hear and react to. And then it, you know, it's only amplified by the loved one of that person. You know, we, we want to diffuse that situation so quickly because we know like maybe we're being, you know, my, my kid or my loved one is being an annoying right now is, is causing a ruckus is, is disturbing the peace is creating a bit of chaos right now. And I feel responsible for, for diffusing that, like just making it go away and like while all of that is true and i feel like all all of those feelings like are just like feelings that happen i feel like i look at it so differently now especially in terms of being a nurse and feeling like i have been endowed so much knowledge and i've done so much work in order to be presented with a problem in that setting in the hospital setting and be like oh this is how I fix this. Oh, this is how I fix that. And so to have a difficult patient in that realm where there's not a pill I can give, there's not a treatment that I can do to dissipate this pain, because that's what it is. It's, it's just pain and it's discomfort. And while it's extremely discomforting to the patient who's experiencing that confusion, their outward expression of that is also discomforting to us. And I feel like it's the most discomforting for me as somebody who wants to help. You know, I, I want to be able to help and relieve the pain. I don't want to see anyone in pain. And I don't think you want to see anyone in pain too. Like in general, most of us, most of us want to help other people. But there's just like this feeling of inadequacy and frustration that can come on so quickly when we don't have the immediate answer. We don't have the solution to relieving the pain right there in the moment. I know I've done this as a nurse and I know that I've seen other nurses do the same thing. It's like when we have these difficult patients where we feel like there's nothing we can do and they're they're still expressing discomfort and pain. We just like, we try to hide, we try to hide and we just, you know, try to pretend that like, this isn't happening right now. We do everything to avoid it. And just like, uh, uh, but there's, but at the same time, like it just gets harder and harder to ignore for me. Any time when like those just discomforting feelings happen, I feel the most growth, the most, the most capable whenever I just decide to step up to the plate in that situation, like step up and say, you know what? Yes, this is painful. I don't have a quick answer right now. I don't really want to feel this and experience this, but you know what? I'm going to step up and be all there. And so in this situation, it looked like me getting up, going to her room where her husband was there as well. And um, I saw that he had an iPad and I said, 
you know, do you have any pictures on there or any way, anything that you could start a conversation with to distract her from what was going on? Because all she was saying and screaming out is that she wanted to go home. She wants to go home. Let me go home. Let me go home. That wasn't possible in her situation. It just it wasn't feasible. It wasn't time for her to go yet. So rather than trying to rationalize with those feelings because, you know, she's confused or you're not going to get anywhere. But we all, you know, I tried it. He tried it. We all just try logically explaining like why she is not ready to leave the hospital yet, but it still didn't take away the the frustration she was feeling and the discomfort. So for me, I was like, okay, there's there's another way to move through this. What if it isn't about me having the perfect thing to say and the perfect answer? What if it's just about me stepping up and saying, try this approach with her? Try this instead. And lo and behold, it worked. It worked. And it's like such a small moment, right? Pretty pretty small, pretty insignificant. Didn't really, um, you know, change my whole life in that moment, but it carved out a new capacity for me. It gave me more, it gave more space within me to be able to handle discomfort in the future and understand that when, if it's either me or somebody else, someone I know, someone I love that is going through something that is painful, that doesn't mean that I need to be responsible for completely alleviating that pain, that I need to put that burden on myself, that I do not need to feel inadequate for either running, trying to run away from this pain or just not having a solution to relieve the pain. Because I guarantee you for the, the feeling that I got when I walked into that room and gave that suggestion, there was there was like this moment of ease between her husband and I when he realized that I'm like I'm all there. I'm not I'm not timid and trying to like run away from this uncomfortable situation. I'm not necessarily concerned about like well, I'm just the nurse and there's nothing more I can do here because there isn't a pill I can, I can give. There's there's nothing I can do to treat this because I'm just the nurse. Like there's, I know for a fact that me just showing up fully and saying like, hey, I'm not afraid to be in this discomfort right now and that it's okay. I'm here with you too. And we can figure this out together. There's another way through this. So I think about, all of like the just like little things throughout my day sometimes that cause like a just a little bit of a discomfort within me and you know like another side example um walking around the mall and i know if you're listening to this you know exactly what i mean when all the little kiosks are set up in the middle and you like want to hide from them like reaching out to you because you're unless you are one of those people that just like loves that kind of stuff and doesn't mind doing that I feel like just the majority of people like we see someone coming up to us for 
any sort to like to try to sell us anything or anything like that. And it's like this immediate feeling of like, no, you don't see me. I'm going over here. Like, please don't talk to me. Please don't talk to me. But like that in itself is, is something painful. It, it feels weird for me to say that like, well, what do you mean? Like that's, that's pain. That is something to, to move through. Well, it's, it's like an uncomfortable thing, right? You're, you know, is there, is that person honestly hurting you by approaching you to potentially sell you something? No, but there's something within a lot of us that like, it feels that way. It triggers that same type of feeling of like, I gotta, I gotta protect myself right now. Like, oh my God, (laughs) something's about to happen. And it's just, I feel like it's just, it's another layer to that feeling of like, I can't give you something that you want. You know, I'm going to disappoint you by saying no. And if you're anything like me, it, it crushes me to think that I disappointed somebody. I do not like that at all. That is something that just absolutely breaks me. So even in those seemingly small situations of turning down a vendor at the mall, it's like those little moments add up. They add up. So the more you can say within yourself when you're walking in that mall and you're seeing that person approach you, like that is an opportunity right there. That is an opportunity to just relax, like exhale and don't, and I, I'm trying to be so conscious of this, of like not trying to physically turn my body away from them, but actually just give them the full front side of my body and say, no, no, thank you. And not necessarily in a, a timid voice either. I mean, I'm not like, no, get away from me. Not that. It's just a, hey, I'm, you know, I'm not interested, but thank you. I'm going to keep going. And you, like, for me, it's just when, whenever I do those small little things and those small little um, moments of moving through an uncomfortable situation, I know that it is like banking up my resiliency within me for when the big stuff happens, for when I am called to move through a really, really uncomfortable situation. It's like all those little moments I've used to just like charge up that battery within me. So honestly... I'm going to keep this episode nice and short. My main thing for you today is to try to just let go of this idea that even if you have something big and painful happening within your life right now, even if there's something that just feels like it's this big, dark cloud that's impossible to see through, notice times throughout your day where maybe you feel a little bit of that familiar discomfort and it it doesn't have to be like this this huge thing it could be like i said the the vendor at the mall it could be i'm you know trying to think of other like tiny you know social situations cuz that's what it is it's like it's social situations that cause up like that incite a a pain response within me that i feel like are so are such opportunities to be like, you know, I'm going to move through this. I'm going to respond differently. And it does take a fair bit of awareness, but 
I promise you, I bet there are times throughout your day where you interact with certain people, whether they be familiar or strangers, and there's something that might um, that might happen with you that triggers some sort of discomfort within, and it, and it does make you want to like shut down and you know hide, not not face that pain in that moment. But if you can start making it a practice to be like I. I do feel uncomfortable right now. Maybe I do feel anxious. You don't necessarily need to know the reason behind it all, the reason behind it all, but is there just a way for you to find just an, another layer of exhale and another layer of just like, oh, this isn't, this isn't an attack. This isn't an attack. I am strong. I can show up. I can step up to the plate here. You won't think that it's going to be life-changing in that moment, but I promise you, I promise you that if you can start showing up to those tiny little moments throughout your day that have felt uncomfortable, regardless of like the level of discomfort, it's not about that. It's not about the quantity. It's the quality. It's, it's the, it's just that increasing ability to be willing to be all there, even in moments of discomfort. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, I would love to hear about it. Drop me a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Also, if you love this episode and feel like others would love it too, I would really appreciate if you would share this episode on your social media, tag me, and let's get this episode out to more people. I am working on growing the audience and I appreciate all of you who have been here since day one and I look forward to all the episodes to come and I hope you continue to stay along for the ride. I hope you guys are having a great week and I'll see you guys. Actually, I will talk to you guys in the next episode.